All right. On this episode of the LPDS, we're talking about tips and tricks to get yourself out of a rut, a mental rut, writer's block, whatever you want to call it. We're going to give you some pointers as provided by the fans, you guys, some of you guys, on uh, how to get out of those mental ruts that you're in and power through to hit your your creativity stride again. Uh, so that's what we're going to be doing. we got some current events going on. we got a nice little new cage fact to provide. We're going to have a lot of laughs and a lot of good times. It's all going to happen right now. All right, Chabronis, we're back. Welcome back to the Libretti Podcast Diary Show. I'm your host, Libretti. Hope everybody had a good week. For all you newcomers out there, this is the show. Talks about nothing but seemingly finds the lessons in everything. And then if we can have fun doing it, we're going to do that. Don't forget to like and subscribe and do all the how you doings that you do to spread the good word on this show. Um, busy week for me again. Nice week. Weather was up and down with the temperatures and the and the rain, but a couple of nice days in there, and uh, try to take advantage of it. I got a little sunburnt. Um, I don't know if you could see it on my arm in YouTube land. I got a little farmer's tan. I was out watching a relative's uh, kid's softball tournament, and uh, it got a little toasty out there in the Texas heat. Not gonna lie, I'm not mad about it either, because this is gonna turn into a nice base tan, and I'm gonna have a really sick farmer's base tan right here. It's going to look sweet. My shoulders, not so much. My schnoz will look tremendous. So stay tuned for that. Um, not sure what else you guys did, but I hope you enjoyed uh, the, your time, whether it be outside or if you're up in the north, inside with family and friends and what have you. Uh, I'm trying to think what's going on this week. We're talking about tips and tricks to power through writer's block or a mental rut, whatever you want to call it. It's going to be on in the junction. First, I want to get into some current events or really sort of lack thereof. Um, and that's sort of the name of the game. First, first, I want to get out of the way. This is really the only news uh, noteworthy these days, this past week. Uh, I don't know if anybody follows Barstool Sports as much as I do. I know a couple of you might, but there was some drama within the show, with, within the company, excuse me, about uh, a podcast called The Mean Girls, which was a podcast started by two very um, successful people in the in the company, two gals who started it as like a an fu response to their boss calling them Mean Girls because they were sort of caught in a bullying do to do of sorts with another employee. And their boss said, "Well, you guys are Mean Girls, and that's what you, you did. You Mean Girl this person." And they were like. They disagreed vehemently, and then they decided to launch a podcast off of that, and it's been very successful for them, and they post a lot of clips, and a lot of those clips lately have been really stupid things. Like One of them was them talking about that they didn't know if dinosaurs were real or imagination, uh, uh, imaginary, excuse me. Uh, another one was them talking about how they don't wash their hands after they go pee-pee anymore because they don't think it does anything. Washing their hands doesn't do anything, and then one of them said that 
people didn't wash their hands back in the day and they had way less diseases back then. So it's really no point. Um, and another employee got peeved at this and she went on a blog rage and called them out for like, stop being stupid. I know you're just trying to get likes and it's working and business is booming for you guys, but you're better than that. And you're starting to become stupid in real life because of it. That was the gist of it. Really nonsense, childish high school stuff. But that's all we got really in current events. And you'll see in a second why I'm saying that. Anyway, before I get heated, there was a whole do to do about it. People going back and forth in that office. And they, of, of course, they film everything there. So it's great content for us. If that's the trash content that I like to see. And uh, the two girls didn't, I don't think they responded very, very well. I think they had an opportunity to generate more likes and views and, and, and content and popularity out of it. And they tried to take the higher road, but it sort of backfired on it, in my opinion, my one cent opinion, because these are two girls, very smart, capable, really funny. I love, I like their show gals that started their podcast because they were being accused of being mean girls in real life, like bullies and this and that and being mean. They went on this sort of defensive like retort to the them being called out of like, oh, well, we're not going to be negative towards anyone because we don't want to be mean. We don't do that here. We're not going to take we're going to take the high road, essentially. And it was just funny to me is like you started your podcast because you were being accused of being mean. And now you're saying you're not mean ever. Now, if they just acknowledge like we were mean girls and this is how we got our start on this very successful show, but we're trying to move, be better than that. That's one thing, like admit to it, but they're just pretending like it, it never existed, that they didn't start their entire existence in this program because of the fact that they were being mean. So they're trying to take a high road that they don't really have. And that's it. That's, that's, the, that's the current events for the week. Now, here's why I say that. I was looking through some stuff that we discussed previously in our time together on this on this quality program and I was trying to find updates on this stuff. Okay? Besides of th there's three of note that I was particularly looking for updates because these were hot ticket items in the media, well, two of them were hot ticket items in the media previously. Okay? One is the the balloon UFO situation. What are we going on? Week three now since that happened and absolute silence. After we spent millions and millions of dollars going after these, excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me on YouTube. I'm coughing up a storm here. Uh, going after these UFOs, these potential threats to our country. One was definitely a Chinese spy balloon. We know that for sure. The other two or three mysteries, we shot them down with F-22 Raptors, billion-dollar uh, aircraft uh, design and, and project, and we got no information on these balloons, what, what they were, who they belonged to, where they ended up, nothing. Mums the word on that. And I think the reason we're getting into my opinion time, no more news updates. This is this is a LPDS opinion. I think it's because they know they were nothing. They were like hobbyist balloons or 
rubbish, malarkey, uh, red herrings, whatever you want to call it. And they either are not talking about it because they did that on purpose to cover up bigger news that they didn't want us to talk about or because they're so embarrassed that we just pissed away millions of more dollars of our taxpayer money shooting down some some guy's hobby hot air balloon. And they probably didn't even pay that poor bastard back. He has to go back to Tech Toys on Route 46 in New Jersey and buy a new balloon that he can go up and check weather with because the military shot it down thinking it was a threat. So one of those two things I think is what's going on. It's either a cover-up, they knew it the whole time that they were shooting down nothing because they needed to cover something up, or they're so embarrassed that it was an absolute disaster failure and they were they were people's individual balloons that they, didn't, they don't want to talk about it anymore. They got their tail between their legs. So no information on that, though. So we'll never know, maybe. The next thing that we've gotten zero updates on since, since the hullabaloo have been all the train derailments and the hazardous waste just spewing nationwide. Everybody in Ohio has has four arms now, six legs, and no nobody's explaining anything. They're just walking around like a like a bunch of mongoloids, and we can't figure out what's going on. And nobody wants to give us updates on what's going on with that. So that story came and went in an absolute flash, quicker than those trains derailed. If we're being frank. And I want to know what's going on. I don't even have an opinion on it. It could be another one where they're just like, yeah, this is going to kill people in the future and we don't want to talk about it because we didn't pay enough attention to it. We didn't respond appropriately. This happened from decades of us neglecting the rail system and the infrastructure to save money and profit. And now we're wearing it and we don't want to admit to that and we don't want to talk about it and bring it up anymore because we want to keep paying billions of dollars to Ukraine. Maybe that's it. That could be it. That could be an opinion of mine that I, uh, I would share, but I don't know because there's no information. There was very little to begin with because it was a pockmark on our nation's finest over there in D.C., and then it just went away. They just buried it with mounds and mounds of dirt and hazardous waste, apparently. So the third thing that nobody's talked about, and this is obvious, um, and you're going to know as soon as I say it, is... We have still yet to see the actual release of the Jeff Epstein Island sex pedo island guest list and start investigating those people and start putting charges on those pedophiles and rapists. Okay, they announced in February, I think it was like Valentine's Day weekend, they announced that they were going to go and do something about that. Don't worry, guys, we're going to we're going to release the list for you. Unredacted names. Finally, don't you worry. And here we are over a month later and nothing yet. And they probably think we forgot. But not here at this show. We did not forget. I'm never going to forget that. Okay? There are a few things I don't forget. Okay? It's when people wrong me and don't apologize and don't admit their mistake when they wrong me. And I'll take. I'll, I'll never forget those people. Pearl Harbor and 9-11... Obviously, I'll never forget. And this Epstein situation where we're just letting pedophiles and child rapists run our nation 
and win Oscars. It's still absolutely wild to me that this is going on. This is acceptable. And people are just brushing it off like it's not a big deal. Or they'll say like, oh, yeah, that's terrible. But do you know the orange man should be indicted? You know, he's bad, too. And it's and they're just covering it with other nonsense that is not nearly as important, in my opinion, as bringing child rapists to justice. And I'll I'll never stop complaining about that and whining about it and bringing it up. I sound like a crazy person. I understand that. I sound like a crazy person because I can't get off of this one. But I won't. I just it is just so absolutely mind-boggling to me that this is just a normal thing. Everyone is brushing it off like it's just somebody getting pickpocketed for a dollar. Don't it's just whatever. It's just a dollar. Just let it go. It's just a couple of guys running our country, having sex with children and raping them, and making their lives miserable for the for the the rest of their existence. Don't worry about it. It's just child rape. It's not a big deal. And it's what's even worse about that that sentiment is that there are certain states in this nation that are continuing to drop down the punishments for sexual assault and child abuse for these crimes, sleeping with minors, soliciting for sex with minors, raping minors, all that stuff. They're all like dropping them down to like misdemeanors and things like that. A couple of these states are, I don't remember exactly who, uh, so I'm not going to put people on blasting correctly, but it's actually happening. Okay, not only do people in power not care, probably because they're the culprits, but they're pushing back and saying it's it's not only not a big deal, it's not a deal at all. Okay? We don't even think some of these are real crimes. Ruining people's lives, children's lives like this. So I'm never going to stop talking about it. Of course, it's not news. That's why I brought it up, to make it news, hopefully. And, uh, and that's that. The only other thing on here is the... World Baseball Classic final happened and the U.S. lost. And it's probably because they brought up a couple of plumbers and electricians, you know, from the union off to pitch because none of the none of the major league pitchers and the good pitchers in uh, American baseball wanted to get hurt or whatever. And um, we lost to Japan. It was a good game. It was actually fun to watch this year. It was it was interesting little tournament. It's fun. It's you know, the fans are great because the fans from the different nations celebrate and cheer and actually care way more about the game these days than any American fan does, except for a couple of teams, a couple of stadiums where they're diehards. And we've, and I've, you know, I've bitched about that in the past, especially in DC where they just go to the games because it's a status thing and they could check the box of being like, I go to nationals games and I, you know, eat caviar and wear my congressional pin on my, polo shirt when I go to these games and they don't care about it. They don't care about baseball, but these people did. So that was, that's what was fun about watching the world baseball classic this year. Uh, I wish America cared more about it. Like the team, they say they do the players say they did. And some of them were even doubling down and saying, Oh, this is more important than the world series to me. This is more fun. Blah, blah, blah. It's it wasn't okay. If that was the case, you would have pressured and motivated all the all-stars in America, the pitchers included, to get their asses out on the mound and win this thing. 
but they're saving themselves, their arms and their stamina and, and preventing injury so that they can play in the major leagues, which means to me that's clearly more important than the World Baseball Classic. That's all. But fun to watch anyway. March Madness is still going on. That's another current event. Cool. A lot of cool games. So go check that out. Okay, with that, now I'm done and I'm, I'm heated and I'm sunburned. We'll get right into it. Step into the cage. Okay, let's run. All right. Today's Into the Cage segment is proudly sponsored by the Meat Possible Carnivore Veggie Substitute. Are you a carnivore who only eats meat but really misses having delicious vegetarian options as well? Well, now you can again with Meat Possible Veggie Substitutes. Meat Possible takes ground beef and food coloring to mold and color the meat to imitate any veggie you want, including Meat Possible peas, Meat Possible lettuce, and even Meat Possible veggie burgers. So to get your veggie fix without the guilt today, visit www.meatcucumber.com and use the promo code TOMATO for 29% off your first batch of meat possible veggie substitutes. And I just think that's swell. Okay, they have vegetarian options for everything these days and possible burgers and what have you. Might as well switch it for the for the carnivores and give them something that they want too. So that's just tremendous. All right, the cage fact. We discussed something. Re- We've discussed something relative to this previously, um, when we were talking about Nick Cage and sequels and this and that, and we discussed how there was a talks of a, f- a face-off sequel that he might be doing. Um, there's still no confirmation on that. But in a recent interview, while they're talking about sequels and what have you, as Nick Cage did mention that. While he doesn't usually like to do sequels, I mean, he's really the only sequels he's done have been Ghost Rider 2 and then the National Treasure Trilogy. That's it. Everything else has been one offs. And he says he does that because he doesn't like to carry characters over like that if he can, if he can avoid it, because he likes to get fully immersed in the character, do the do, leave it all out there on the field. And then he's, you know, he's out. He's out of there, walking off into the sunset, onward and upward. But he did say that there were a couple of his movies that he thought sequels would be fun to do. One of them, uh, Face Off, he's still in talks with that. Another one was The Rock. He was talking about how it would be fun to have done that. But with Sean Connery passing, that's no longer an option. Um, and if they even try to do that without Connery, that would be blasphemy. So he understands that. The other one, though, is he said he would be interested in the idea of a Con Air sequel. And he thinks that it can it, it's doable, not only doable, but actually could be a, an enjoyable movie. I'm not sure how that would work. He didn't get into detail if he thought like all the other characters need to come back and how it, what the story would be and this and that. I mean, if you think about it, it's him, Bubba Gump, the lady cop and his wife and daughter who would be an adult. Now everybody else pretty much died in that movie. So I don't know how they would do a sequel. What it would be. Does he go back to prison? Does he become the pilot of con air? Does he become best pals with John Cusack? I don't know, 
but he, he said it could be interesting. And if he thinks that, so do I. So there you go. That's the cage fact. All right, moving right on along to the junction. We'll spin the logo up. We're talking about breaking out of writer's blocks and breaking out of mental ruts when you need to come up with new ideas for something and you just can't seem to power through. You're hitting walls mentally. Now, I got called out for this, and rightfully so, by the creature. Uh, he did it in a joking fashion in response when I asked a question to the fans on the Instagrams. Uh, but it's the exact reason that I did this. I asked the fans for this because I was having a hard time coming up with something for us to discuss this next week on this episode. I was doing a lot of stuff for work that this past week, a lot of stuff for the business, and my brain was on that stuff. And when it came time that I usually a lot for podcast stuff and LPDS stuff, I was hitting a, a creative wall, if you will. Um, and I needed the fans to bail me out. And that's hand up. That's that's what exactly what it was. Um, and it it but it actually brought up a good idea though, like a good question of like, how can you break out of this? So in that, in my lack of creativity, it sparked something in me because of your feedback. So I appreciate that. I also appreciate the creature for calling it like he sees it. That's the kind of friends you need in your lives, folks. Okay, you need people to be honest with you and and not sugarcoat things and not lie to you just to make maintain, you know, status quo. As John Voigt said in National Treasure. Okay? Status we don't need status quo in in friendship and the LPDS universe. We need truth and honesty and accountability. So I appreciate that. With that said, we got a, a lot of good tips from the fans out there on what they do when they're in a mental rut. And some of the fans were, you know, who, people who do writing, whether it's blogs or journaling or music or what have you, people who are just in mental ruts and they find other avenues to get to get around things. It's it was great stuff um and we'll just get right into it. So this person here said a couple things. They said uh sleep it off. And you hear that a lot. You hear a lot of people, you know, when you when you're talking about ideas and this and that, and people, what do they say? Sleep on it. Especially at the end of a of a hard day, a mentally hard day of doing a lot of work and this and that, you're you're sort of getting into a brain fog and you're hitting that mental rut and that wall, that block. Sleep on an idea because you don't want to make any rash decisions one way or the other because you weren't thinking clearly enough. And usually sleep almost all the time, at least for me, does the trick. I come back mentally refreshed, physically refreshed, and I'm ready to, to get after it. The other thing that this person does is exercise. Um, and this is actually something that another fan said. This other fan uh, put it a little bit more in my terms, and he said, I follow pillar number one of the big three and exercise every day. And just like we say, when we talk about the big three, and for all you noobs out there in the LPDS universe, we'll get to that at the end of this episode, so stay tuned for that on what the big three is. But exercises get the juice flowing, okay? They they put you, they, they ramp it up into a different gear for you. You got the chemical surging through your bod. You're feeling good, and you can think a little bit differently, 
about things. Okay, your perspective on on things changes usually for the better, most of the time for the better. Uh, so that's what this person does, and that's what the other fan, you know, submission was. So I like that was good. The other thing that this person does is they like to go for a drive and just kind of shut their brain down, which is another good thing because your brain gets overworked and tired just as much as your muscles do and you physically okay you we need we need mental rest just as much as we need emotional and physical rest so we can recharge the batteries and this person says going for the drive shutting the brain down clearing it all out mentally is gives them that that rest that they need to get back you know and recharge the bats all right so thank you for that this one, this person here, I actually like this. I never heard this idea before. And they said, give yourself a chance to be bored. And I and here's why I like this. And I never, like I said, I never heard this before. So I really appreciate this feedback. This came from Family Show Terrence, his wife, Mrs. Family Show. When if you think about when you're bored, what happens? Your your brain starts immediately thinking, what can I do to unbore myself? Okay, and the gears start turning, the cogs in the wheel start spinning, and ideas start eventually flowing. Okay, maybe not so much when you were a kid and you said you were bored and you just wanted to go run around and be stupid like I did. But as an adult, that's usually what happens. At least for me, that's what happens. When I get bored, the brain turns on and I start to come up with ideas to be unbored. So actively putting yourself in a state of boredom could hit you know hit the reset button for you mentally to get you out of that rut and out of that writer's block and that's why i like that so i appreciate that one the other the other thing that they that they mentioned was uh breaking your normal routine of life and and that was another one that i I've, I've probably done before subconsciously but don't really think about it until you take the lpds step back and think about it actively and absolutely breaking your routine of life of your daily whatever can have a lot of benefits sometimes it adds a little extra stress to your day if it's if it's unwanted breaks in your routine and you have to step to contingency plans in life but when you do it on purpose to break up the routine the normalness again it it activates a different part of your brain to start firing again and it it you know it gives you new things to do, new things to think about. Your break routine now you got to find a new way of doing things, and then the ideas start flowing. So uh, that was really good feedback. I appreciated that. That was awesome. What else we got here? Um, this person said this is this is sort of the same as breaking routine. Go do something else. Just change your environment. And they like to go again, work out and exercise and lift weights and pump iron and focus on that. Um. And that again, that's that goes back to the break routine. Wherever you're in right now, it's not working. So go do something else. Go do nothing. Like whatever you got to do, break out of that physically. Go do something else, and the mental and emotional state will follow that, and eventually, the batteries will recharge. The generators will start popping on again. So that was another good one. Sausage and Peppers chimed in. 
S&P one, a top tier character in the LPDS universe. If you don't know him, uh, he chimed in with saying he he likes to have a pepper power hour to break the monotony up of his day and get you know and, and recharge the batteries. Whether it's crushed red pepper, long hots, sweet bell peppers, whatever he does, he he pepper power hours it. And he said it actually works as a great pre-workout. And then he goes and knocks out a quick pump. And then he's back on track to go do his, you know, his pepper things with his pepper pals. So thank you for that. That's good feedback. Let me tell you something. S&P 1 makes a mean S&P sausage of peppers platter. Okay. So I would very much like to do a pepper power hour with that guy one day and then knock out a workout. Uh, that's probably what I need in my life. So thank you for that, S&P 1. You're a god amongst men. All right, this next person here, I don't know if this was serious or meant to be a joke. I know for a fact from being personal friends with this person that I'm sure that they do this because they're psychotic and I love them for it. But they say they just up their, their coffee and, and caffeine intake, whether it's through coffee or through straight caffeine pills. And they just power through by physically, aggressively throttling through the problem until they smash that wall down. This, whatever it does to their health and their mental wellness in the future, that's future person's problem. But if they have to break through a mental rut or a blockage of some sort in the brain, that's what they do. They just turn up the heat. Okay, it's like in Back to the Future 3 where they put those special logs in to get that steam engine firing quicker and faster so they can get to 88 miles an hour to see some serious shit. That's what they do. They just add a couple of those special scientific Doc Brown logs into their fire so they can just power through whatever block that they're dealing with, whatever wall that they're dealing with. So I don't necessarily recommend that, but it definitely is effective in the short term, for sure. All right. This person here had a couple of um, a couple of good insights here. One, they say they like to meditate, okay? And that, that speaks, again, to the breaking routine and then also shutting your brain down and changing the environment that you're in, okay? And with, with good, effective meditation, you do hit that reset button very well. You focus solely on your breathing, Inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. You just think about that. And if you actively just think about that and nothing else, it's it's very actually helpful and beneficial. It keeps you in the moment, keeps you kind of centered, usfraba, what have you. And and you can go on to do uh do good things, break it through those walls. Um a good thing about meditation, if you do it effectively, and I don't want to say do it right, because there's different ways if you can meditate, but one of the things I try to do is think about just the breathing. And if you start thinking about other things, as we all probably do, we have a billion thoughts in our head a day. You have to actively identify that you're thinking about something else. Like, oh, did I take the garbage out? I got to make dinner later tonight. I want to go hang out with this person, that, whatever. You got to hit the mental reset, stop, and just think about breathing again and actively thinking about breathing and don't let your brain veer off the path. you got to create the little bowling lanes, the, the bumpers, so that you can stay on track. And if you do that, you start small, 
couple minutes a day and you start eventually increasing that to where you're doing a good 10 to 30 minute session meditating and actively thinking about breathing only, it does clear the mechanism very effectively, very effectively. Okay, so that's a good one right there. Thank you about for that one. Uh, the next person or the next feedback, I guess, submission tips and tricks is uh, this is really more so for writers or people who do journals or blogs or whatever. They said, keep writing, even if it's garbage, just the, the act of writing or type whatever you're doing, however you want to type or write, just keep writing. Even if it's blah, 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 I have no idea what I'm saying. I can't think of anything good to write. And you just keep writing and you and you essentially write through your writer's block. Now, I never personally tried that because I don't, I'm not a writer by trade. Um, and the stuff I had to do for my for work in in you know in in my history of being in the military and writing and stuff like that, it was it's not creative writing. It's writing up you know memos and documents and canned proposals and stuff like that. It's it's not creative writing where I'm telling a story or what have you. So I never personally try that, but I have heard several writers before this person mentioned something like that where I just they just said I literally just keep writing even if it's stuff like this it's just an inner monologue I'm just gonna keep writing until I figure out what I want to say because right now I can't think of anything good and then all of a sudden bam something good pops up and you're and you're writing the next you know Lord of the Rings so good feedback if you are a writer try it out let me know how it goes for you guys. Um, keep you posted on that. All right. This next person <laughs> said they do self-treat <laughs> to clear the mechanism. Now, if you don't know what self-treat is, I'm not going to tell you because this is a family show. Sorry, Terrence. But self-treat is the art of doing treat to yourself so that you can clear the mechanism, get some endorphins. I had a phone call again, folks. Sorry for this, for the video freezing on there. But Self-treat. Get the endorphins flowing. You get the dopamine rush. You start feeling better physically, mentally, emotionally, and that sort of can restart your brain potentially. Maybe I don't. I never. I never done self-treat for that purpose, but I would imagine it probably works uh, because it is doing like what all the other things suggest: getting out of that environment that you're in, doing something different, focusing on something, whatever it is. Be you know whatever. So. Thank you for that there, fella. Um, what else we got here? This person wrote, I like David Goggins. I try to follow David Goggins. I just tell myself in the mirror to stop being a little bitch, and then I go run an ultra marathon. Now, this person, I know for a fact, cannot run an ultra marathon. Okay? They're a great human being. But they are not an ultra marathoner, so I know that's a lie. But the idea of of giving yourself some sort of self accountability in the mirror, calling yourself out, that does have some some goodness to it. And whether this person actually does it or not, or if they were just trying to be funny, um, it's a it's a that's a good tactic to do to try. Um, if self treat doesn't work, you can go call yourself a bitch in the mirror and try to get after something tough to break out of your comfort zone, and uh, and help you know reset the batteries, recharge the uh, the station there. So thank you for that. 
Um, another thing somebody said here as we move along, uh, just bottle it up until you explode because that's what men do. Now, again, this is probably a joke. Got it. Thank you. Funny. But it doesn't even play to the conversation we're having. Okay? If you have writer's block or a mental rut, I don't understand how bottling it up doesn't it? Like, what are you bottling up? You got nothing up there right now. You got a writer's block. You're cold. You're empty. What are you bottling up? Okay. So funny joke. Didn't play very well, though. I want to, you know, nice try. Got it. All right. Moving on. Um, We talked about what Creature said. Posted on Instagram and asked followers for material for help. That's exactly what I did. And that's exactly how I got on my writer's block. So great feedback from the Creature. Uh, very helpful stuff. All right. This person here wrote a couple of things um, that I liked. One of the main things was try to take the step back and identify what's what's causing this rut. Whether it's a mental rut where you're just feeling down on yourself um, or you're in a writer's block, there's usually a reason why. Some sort of call you like you got brain mental fatigue um, you're you're thinking about other things, you know. You're stressed and anxious about other things going on in your life that may be taking over your brain space, so you can't think straight. Um, try to identify that, and with that identification, you can sort of take steps to mitigate that. And some, a lot of those steps can be change your environment, go be bored, go for a drive and shut your brain down, sleep it off, things like that. Because a lot of times, and this we do this in the in the medical community too, is we treat the symptom and not the and we don't solve the problem. So the problem might not be writer's block or a mental rut. That might be the symptom of a problem. Maybe you're going through some serious family stuff, relationship troubles. Somebody, you know, a close friend, buddy passed away. You got some. You got into a fight at work, or whatever, and it's and it's taking your brain elsewhere, and not where you need it to be. So identifying that problem, identify the cause, okay. Treat the cause, treat the problem, and the symptoms will go away. That's the theory behind. It. That's why I like this one a lot, because theoretically that makes a lot of sense to me. And it's not. It's obviously not as easy to do that in real life, but you can try to, you know, you work towards being able to do it, okay? A lot of the stuff we, we talk about on this show when it comes to the lessons are very simple concepts, but they are difficult to, to actually handle successfully in the long run. Got it. But we're not quitters and we're not beta bitch boys here, and we're going to keep trying and working towards stuff until things happen positively for us, until we succeed at whatever we're doing. So give that a whirl. Uh, one of the things that this person didn't mention, and this is not necessarily about mental ruts or writer's block, it's more about like what is causing this stuff. Uh, and they wanted to hit this home, and I agree, and this is the reason why I'm keeping it in here, and I agree with it um, because I think it's important. But they said if you find out, if you think the problem might be like I have anxiety or too much stress or depression, and that's what's causing the mental rut or the writer's block or whatever else is going on. Go seek help for that. Go talk to somebody. And that's something that we've d- 
discussed plenty of times on this show is mental health is health. Okay. When you, when you break an arm, you go get that arm fixed. You get a cast. All right. We need to, we need to break the stigma that mental health is a problem and a weakness. It's a health issue. And we need to get that remedied. We need to get that that issue solved so that we are healthy again. Okay? So if your problem, if your cause, you know, the cause of your mental rut is depression, go talk to somebody and get the help that you that you need to get better, to get uninjured. Okay? And that's not a weakness. All right. You're allowed to be that. You're allowed to have those issues. And, and it's not a it's not we should not be considering people as weak because of that. All right. We never consider athletes or friends or family weak when they break a bone in their body or they get a concussion or a physical health issue. We never can we never think that's a weakness. But if someone says I'm depressed. What is the first thing a lot of people think about? Oh, you're mentally weak. And that's not the case. It's really not the case. It's probably gotten like that because there was, you know, back in the day, there was a lot of ignorance towards that, the mental health. Also, too, there are a number of people who ruin the reputation of that by being mentally weak and and blaming it on, on an actual serious issue that they don't really have. Um, but... There are a lot of people who have these issues, and um, they're not weaknesses by any stretch of the term. Okay, they're they're health issues that we need to help get fixed. Okay, so that's why I left that in there, even though it wasn't necessarily a tip and trick to break writer's block. It was, sort of was though. So there you go. All right, um, the final one here is uh, change the way you write, and this is specific to writers, really. Um, but it can be tailored to anything real if you think about it. So changing the way you write, meaning if you historically or routinely write by typing on a computer, and that's how you write your blogs or your journals or your notes or whatever, switch to pen and paper. Okay. And if you're a pen and paper guy, switch back, you know, switch to typing. Change the 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 vehicle, the tool at which you you create your opus, if you will, and I will. And that sometimes sparks a different part of your brain to get you thinking and learning and growing again. Uh, and I I haven't necessarily tried that, but it, it's a good idea because by doing things in a different method, when you're I'll put it this way for for the idiots like me out there um for the I'll, I'll call us layman. I don't want to call us idiots. We're not stupid. We're not stupid here. But for the layman think about when you learn a new skill, especially as a child. There are certain ways that we learn the best that are that are different from other people. Some people learn by somebody telling them, this is how you do this. Some people learn by being shown how to do it. I'm going to show you how to throw a baseball. And then you see it and you imitate it. Some people learn by doing. Okay? I'm going to throw this baseball, and this is how I'm going to learn, and it's going to get into my brain. This is the right way to throw it or whatever. Okay? So by that logic, try a different method of doing whatever you're doing 
And maybe that'll activate a different part of your brain that's that is going to allow for more effective thinking and critical analysis and idea creation. Because I, I'll tell you, I type a lot of notes on the computer, but I remember a lot more stuff that I hand write down. And I that's maybe it's old school, maybe it's just the way my brain works, but that's what that's the truth. Okay. And that's why I keep a notebook and a pen with me a lot even next to my computer because sometimes for the for important stuff in my life that I want to remember and really, you know, punch up or whatever, I'll hand write it down because I remember better than just typing it out. So that's a great that's a great tactic and technique to try not just for writers but for anything that you're doing that's creating sort of a block or a rut in your life. How you know how you cook? I usually cook on the grill. On now, I'm going to use the oven. Little things. It sounds stupid. I I get it. It sounds silly and ridiculous, and it's like that's not going to work. That's just stupid. Try it, okay? Try it out. And if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. What are you? What are you out if it doesn't work? Now you learned a lesson on what doesn't work for you in your life, and you can move on to something. You could you can remove that from the list of options. And you make room for new tools on the tool belt, on the tactical fanny pack. All right, that's all you're gonna do. Okay, you're either gonna succeed and it's gonna be beneficial, or you're gonna learn from it. All right, it's not gonna make your life worse. So, now, as silly as some of these may sound, give them a shot. All right, change the way you write. Go for a drive. Meditate. Do self treat. Whatever it is, give it a shot. Because what we're doing regularly, routinely, obviously doesn't work because we're in these mental ruts and these writer's blocks and these what-have-yous. And we need to break up the mundane routines and try something new to see what works. And I know that's difficult to do. Okay, we don't. none of us in, innately, we don't like change. We are a species that immediately responds negatively to change. Our survival instinct doesn't allow for change as easily because change way back in the day when we first formed from Eve's rib or Adam's rib or whatever is change meant lack of, you know, less survivability. Change usually meant danger. And now we don't know how to survive in this new environment. And we go into survival mode and it's a lot different than regular mode. But in this day and age, where most of us don't have to worry about actual survival like that, that drastically, change is good. Okay? I know that, you know, the comfort zone is what you know. But if it's not working, what do you, you're not, you're not growing and learning and becoming better. You're just stagnating. Okay? So change it up. Do something different that you don't know about. Your survival instinct is going to kick in and you're going to think it's bad and negative. You don't want to do it. You got to try to convince yourself not to because you know this. You know this world right here in the comfort zone with the bumpers up. That's this is a this is a road you've traveled often. But it doesn't mean it's not a shitty road. Okay, when you get writer's block or a, or a creative, you know, wall that you're hitting, whether it's in create, you know, thinking of 
podcast episodes to discuss for the fans that's going to keep them entertained or stuff for your job or ways to improve your relationships with your significant others or your families or whatever it is. We're going to get into those ruts. We're going to hit those mental walls. Okay? And it's not a bad idea to try something new to break a, to break through those walls or to jump over them or do whatever to get to get them past you. Okay? It's new, it's different, but it's not bad. Give it a shot. The worst case scenario, you're back on the same road that you know. That shit, dirt, trenched up road with ditches and potholes and what have you. And you know that road. You know where the potholes are. Got it. And then you can try something new again until that works, until you're on smooth sailing. And I know I just jumped from one vehicle to another, car to car to boat, but that's what we do here. Okay. We try so we do different things. And that's all I gotta say about that. Actually, actually, that's all I have to say about that. But I do think we have a hotline call. And while I while my audio is still sort of on the fritz, I gotta get a new uh how you doing over here? New audio interface. Um, I think I can. I, I figured out how to get the get the hotlines to work in the interim. So stand by. Here we go. Hey Johnny, it's cousin Justine. Can't wait to see you at Easter. Um, what do I do when I need to kickstart my brain? I listen to music. It's always music. Love you lots. Stay soon. Bye. All right, so there you have it, music. I hope you guys can hear that on the audio. I think it actually worked. Um, but that's a great thing to do because music undoubtedly triggers different parts of your brain and your heart and what have you. And it it absolutely, for me anyway, and, and for you know my cousin there, will, will get you out of whatever sort of rut you're in. What you don't want to do with music, you don't want to do what I do, is you know, and that's get, find a song that you really like or really hit somewhere deep inside the old, you know, blood pumper, and you don't want to listen to it a hundred plus times a day for two months straight. I don't suggest you do that unless you're a mental case like me, and it works out well, and it gets me to where I need to go to be on, you know, onward and upward. Uh, but for most people, that's not the way to go when it comes to music. So there you go. All right. I think we got one more call here. I'm going to pull it up and then, uh, and then we'll be on our way. Hey, John, just checking, uh, about the news and stuff, but, uh, I was just wondering if you heard about, uh, what happened to Michael J. Fox. Uh, if you haven't, all I know is he's pretty shaken up. All right. <laughs> I mean, that was a good... I love Michael J. Fox, Marty McFly. Uh, that was a good joke. Look, it's a joke, folks. Thanks for the troll. But it has nothing to do with breaking out of mental rock. Maybe it is, though. Maybe it, maybe it does by laughing at something silly and a joke, clear joke for all the cancel cultures out there. Uh, Maybe that's what you need. You need to share a few laughs to break up with the monotony and the seriousness of the day. So thank you for that one. All right. Now that's all I got on that. 
thank you for all the feedback. This was great. I, I really like, I enjoyed doing stuff like this because we can have a good time to share some laughs and we can learn and grow. All right. Before we go though, the big three. All right. For the new, the new folks out there, if there are any new folks, the big three are the three pillars to the LPDS to staying strong and being a better, happier, more stress-free human being and spreading that goodness to the to the rest of the, the rest of the world. All right. Number one, exercise every day. Easiest thing you can do, just go for a walk after a meal. Okay. Get the body moving, the muscles working, the calories burning, the blood pumping, the chemicals surging. All right. All that stuff activates in your body, moving and shaking and burning cows and all this, how you doing. And you become healthier physically, mentally, and emotionally. Okay, I can't stress that enough. When we're talking about exercise, it is not just about losing physical weight or being physically healthier. It's That's very important, obviously. But it is a holistic health improvement activity. Okay? Because you'll be... I, I, I can't explain this enough. Like, there's no words for me to most effectively explain this without me talking about it for an hour on end. But when you when you physically are working out, okay, you're burning calories, you're getting your heart rate up, which is in turn burning more calories throughout your day. And you're going to be burning more than you're taking in, hopefully, if you got your diet dialed in a little bit better. And that's going to help you maintain a good, healthy weight and metabolism and physically, you'll be healthier. Okay, that's just a proven fact. Okay, you're if you're if you're being if you're physically healthier, you're going to become more confident in yourself. If you look if you look at yourself in the mirror and you see this physical change in your body for the better, you're going to get more. You're going to get that confidence. Okay, and that's going to improve your mental capacity, your mental health. And your emotional health too, a little bit. Really, it's really more so emotional if you think about it, actually, because you're going to feel better about yourself. Okay. And then with that comes the big mental health push because the chemicals surging through your body, the endorphins, the dopamines, the other stuff that I don't know about because I'm not a scientist or a physician, that's actually going to have chemical positive reactions in your body that's going to improve the health and wellness of your mental capacity. And that is what I, in, in the shortest of terms, that is what I mean when I say exercise that makes you healthier physically, mentally, emotionally. All right, I'm done talking about that one. Number two, the hardest one to do is to not be a shitty person and be a good person. All right. Instead of seeing a negative situation going on in, your, in front of you, whether it's in person or on the internet, which is most likely case these days. Instead of responding negatively to show that person, I'll and I'll and I'll be you know I'll be an asshole to them because they're an asshole to me. Take the step back and just omit yourself from that activity altogether. Okay, at a minimum, by doing that, you're removing negativity from the ether. By being the shitty person, even if you think that person deserves it, you're just doubling the negativity in there and doubling the shit. And that's not what we want to do in this world. Okay, we want to get rid of that. So 
that's that's number two. It's very hard to do that. We know that. Emotionally speaking, it's very difficult to do that. I get it. Got it. Maybe that's what the mean girls were doing in their response was just doing all that they could to not be a shitty person. And they didn't, they didn't remember that they started out as shitty and they didn't really acknowledge it. But it's probably because they just wanted to admit themselves from the negativity and move forward amicably. So that's probably what they did. And if so, good on them for that, I suppose. All right, number three, the most important one is to be genuinely thankful and grateful for all the good you have in your lives. And that's that starts as simply as waking up in the morning, thinking about one good thing you have in your life, whether it's your parents or a roof over your head or a working toilet or whatever, and then being actively inside your brain, being like, man, I'm so glad I have this in my life. What would I, my life be without this thing or this person right now? And then eventually you increase that to two things and three things. And before you know it, the snowball starts snowballing, if you will. And now your brain space, your mental space, because <laughs> I couldn't think of anything else right now. I got a little writer's block right there because self-treat. Uh, your, your mental space is now more so in the positive and in the gratitude world than it is in, in the negativity and the taking things for granted world. And you combine that with not being a shitty person and you combine that with exercising every day. And that's the big three. And you will be inevitably, eventually a better, happier, more wholesome, nicer, more positive human being that you could spread that goodness throughout the world. All right. That's all I got. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to hit the hotline, 202-670-1114. I love the hotline calls. You can call for any reason. You can leave a joke. You can answer a question. You can ask a question. You can provide feedback on how I'm doing, good or bad. You can just get on there to vent and be anonymous. Give us a confession. Or Whatever you want to do, call the hotline, 202-670-1114. I will be here to listen, and the Junction will be here to support. So do that. Thank you guys again. I love you all. <laughs>